When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favourite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavours, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. We like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. record there and i hit record here we'll just go into it okay um yeah after i've been struggling today and it's weird because you're <laughs> i know this the predicament that uh new england's in at the moment with the weather um but like uh, there was a day this week just gone that it was 17 degrees celsius and i was like fucking hell it's february it's 17 degrees celsius now it's zero we, see- today I gotta, I gotta figure out like the. Uh, I, I, we've been doing this for so long now that you think that I remember exactly like the dis- the difference between the two. Um, it's it's like a twenty degree difference or something like that. So if it's you say uh, negative seventeen Celsius, uh, then it's zero, like zero twenty degrees degrees Celsius. I mean, and you guys aren't the place that gets all the cold weather, which is weird because it must just because you're farther east than us because we are kind of lateral when you look across yeah the yeah and i feel like um we got you guys to blame for the the shit weather we're having here like it's zero today is which what? is which is 32 <laughs> how is that our fault well because we get the tail end of whatever like you, you get we all say that don't we we always get the tail, get the tail end of whatever america is governing like it must have an effect so so if we like, get like if, if we have an earth if i have an earthquake tomorrow i can blame you be like well you're on that fault line alex it's you obviously your fault it's in the word well it's uh the tectonic plates it's different um fair enough fair enough but if we get winds coming in from the west and you guys are like minus fucking dick frozen you know dick frozen is right Uh, put it this way alex i i took the dogs out last night and it was fucking cold um my piss as I was outside taking a leak because I live in the woods and I can do that. It's not weird when you when you pee in the woods, Alex. Oh my god, the neighbor's peeing in his garden. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Hey, buddy, I'm pissing your own least... paddling pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at least a hundred yards away from the road, Alex. At that point, I feel like they're the creepy ones. Why are you looking at me? Don't be weird, fucking stalkers. Um, but so I was taking a pee last night. And my 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 privates, my Johnson, did not junk. know which way to go. My junk did not know which way it wanted to be. It didn't want to be out. It didn't want to be in. But it had to pee really bad. It was, it was, it was a real thing. Like you ever you remember those cartoons with Bugs Bunny or or actually Daffy Duck when they're trying to chop, chop off Daffy Duck's head. His head keeps on going in and out from underneath the guillotine and shit or the uh, the chopping block. Yeah. That's that was my that was my that was my junk class night. It was like the oh, turtle's oh, head. Oh. Yeah, prim- <laughs> it looked a lot like it. looked more like an anteater, maybe, or a wizard sleeve of sorts. It was a little um, louse. So, <laughs> it's, it's a little cold, man. It's, it's cold. It's, it's, and the problem is, like, whenever it starts to warm, it was warming up, right? Like, we, we were all getting some warm weather. It started, like, looking that direction. Um, and the next thing we know, we're, we're fucking down to, I think uh, yesterday was, was five degrees. Five degrees, which um, I'm guessing is, like, a minus trillion celsius or something it was cold and today's even colder so everybody went from spring directive to like all of a sudden they're back in that in that winter but you'll never believe that in between that time alex they lose their instincts on how to drive in the winter like like you guys don't get a lot of snow do you have like do you get into a winter driving mode when you uh, when you drive out with the snow Is no no i do work with someone that goes and gets fits uh, fits snow tires and stuff but like that's very rare. You get that. Usually, we just slip around like fucking idiots. Like, um, I remember, I remember uh, this this winter. It was coming to the time when I need to change my tires 
because there wasn't much mm -hmm. tread on him. You know, it happens. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I need to hold out till payday. And it snowed. And I was like, fuck. I <laughs> You know, slide that it is, around like <laughs> that is well. It's it's scary, but it's also cool because you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. But I look like Tom Toretto in Fast and Furious <laughs> right now, so it's cool. Just doing donuts as you die. Ah, yay! Ah, yay! Um, anyway, guys, uh, to welcome to the show. Um, this is uh, the Alan Tom of it all, episode number one. We did do a test episode a few weeks ago, uh, yeah. but we we call it something different. What did we call it last time? It was uh, I've still got it here. Alex and Tom's cultural understanding of the universe. I thought that's a fucking mouthful. I kept getting it wrong. I couldn't remember it myself. And um, well, also it's a, it's a little uh, pretentious, right? Like we control the universe. We're in the cultural understanding. The mosaic of the universe is understood by Tom and Alex alone. Yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex Whiteley, and this is my my uh, my pod bro from the other side of the Atlantic, Tom Bruno. I'm in Shrewsbury, Hello. UK, um, and Tom is in Vermont. I am the, Newport, the, Vermont, to be exact. It, it's funny because, like, I I have clearly learned. Do you know where, like, if I'd not just say Newport, would you remember it if I gave you enough time? Like, where, where do I live? I know you're in Newport, um, but I don't okay. know where, I don't know, like, I know that there's a Shrewsbury in Vermont. I know that. Yes. Because we found that yes. out. Yes, we did. <laughs> Together. Um, Making out. Oh, my lights just flickered. Ooh, ghosts. Ooh, it's the Russians. This is weird, right? Uh, we probably shouldn't really talk much about the Russians and stuff. Uh, I know you've got some Russian-focused stuff later to talk about, but um, I, have you ever had, like, I woke up dead in the night. No, actually, it was, like, midnight. I'd just fallen asleep. I'd been asleep for about 45 minutes, and I woke up, and I thought the Russians were... This is like, I, I thought the Russians were invading. I thought that it was the end of the world. I thought bombs were about to start dropping. I panicked the fucking shit out of myself, and I could not get back to sleep because I was that panicked. That weird, right? <laughs> at least at least you were, like, sticking a gun out the window. Like, it's the end times! Everyone dies! <laughs> everyone's like, it was just a thunderclap, Alex. You're like, oh, maybe I overreacted a tad. Good running out with a clash and a cough. Like, where did you get that from? <laughs> we're in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's got one here. Uh, Dix, actually, speaking of war in the UK, that, that is scary. And I don't like being told to wake, but I found out something interesting about the UK, and maybe you can comment. Um... There was this uh, there was this episode of the show, and they were showing these uh, black gates, and they look like just normal gates with like a square wire on the inside, thick like bars bent a little bit weirdly, and the lady was explaining that they're actually beds that they used to carry soldiers in World War One, and they use them as gates. Is that something you that like? Do you know about that? Is that something you know? No. Oh, let's have a look. Hmm. So yeah. World War One. One beds for fences in the uk i thought it was so cool i was like that's awesome way to repurpose shit stretcher gates so, so are you generally worried about about russia is that what i get get from that no I, i'm really i'm really not actually i feel like um i've seen a lot of stuff in the press about um how this is all just to justify expenses being made towards the military you know across not mm. just america but in Russia as well, so like people are dying for no fucking reason other than there's arms arms companies wants to make wants to make money. Um, I mean, I think it's a stupid reason for almost anybody to die, with the exception of like you know bad bad people that do the things to uh, to you know innocents. Other than that, like you know we shouldn't be killing each other for the most part. Um, um, but I was gonna say maybe it's a proximity thing because I mean I'm not that worried about it, but we're really close to Russia. Like super close, and you guys, yeah, you, they could like, like step onto Alaska, right? They can literally walk over. Oh there. yeah, in fact, like uh, like one of their islands is like uh, binoculars view away. Like remember that stupid lady that was uh, trying to be president a few years back? She's like, I can see what was her name, Sarah Palin. She's like, I can see Russia from my front porch, y'all, and shit like that. Um, she wasn't wrong, but she's still wrong, clearly, because she's an idiot. You can't just attack um, someone because they're your neighbor. <laughs> He's like, no, well, I mean, I think about attacking Canada all the time. I'm like, you know, all it would take is one well-placed bag of poop lit on fire, and I'm a terrorist all of a sudden. What's up with that? Yeah. Times have changed, Alex. Go and punch a moose. I found those railings. They're here. Uh, this, I found a website called uh, Atlas Obscura. And these are London's, London stretcher railings. And the fences outside uh, some of uh, South London's estates are made from recycled World War II stretchers. Hey, look at that. The black railings mm -hmm. and the, the old stretchers that are turned into fencing. 
That's pretty cool. Look at that. I taught you something about the UK, buddy. Yeah, you, you, you yes, you did. They could I mean, have done that, something a bit how... better, though. I mean, like, I don't. I mean, if you're if in the UK, <laughs> if you're in the UK and you're watching this, um, guys, these these amazing bits of history, these these like <laughs> great bits of apparatus that probably saved a lots of lots of lives uh, off battlefields are fencing outside a very plain looking block of flats in London. I wish. I mean, it's nothing against fine. a block of flats. I mean, I live in an apartment myself, but. Surely these things could be like put in a museum or do you know what I mean? That makes sense. Is is there a sign or anything indicating it? They didn't say that. Is there like anything to show you that, or do we just know this because I saw some random video one day? I don't know. It's a long article there. It's uh, please go to uh, atlasobscura.com forward slash places forward slash London if you guys want to read this. I that's, can't be bothered. That's after you check out the Alex and Tom of it all on Facebook first. Do that first. And then yeah. we'll there. <laughs> that. Um, speaking to that, speaking of that, I haven't made a, a graphic yet, but I feel like every week we should bring a versus, something that we can discuss. Um, and this week um, we have decided to pit one of the UK's finest bits of cuisine against one of America's most popular bits of cuisine. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go with what you're doing, but I'm going to change my version of it slightly, okay? I, we're still doing what we're doing, but but you'll see. So, you introduce it and I'm going to explain my variation in a minute, okay? Okay. Please okay. Continue. Right, okay. Um I saw a video last week and it made me it made me laugh so much. It was an American guy. It was on the Lad Bible. Um and as an American guy eating a sausage roll for the first time, he got super emotional. He was like, oh, my. He was like, this is amazing. Oh, my God, this is so good. He was getting proper emotional because of how good it was. And it's just a Greg's sausage roll. Greg's is a um, a patisserie chain. They sell sausage rolls and... Um, yeah, um, I saw a video of uh, Spider-Man eating Greg's one morning. Like, <laughs> oh, Greg's! I used to have Greg's every morning before I go off to school. Yeah, I remember. I, I've seen. I've seen. I know things, Alex. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I just remember we had a really good relationship with Hickory's here in Shrewsbury, American place, mm. um, and in Little as well. They'll sell corn dogs. So we've had. I've had corn dogs. I've had not had them in America, but I've had corn dogs. So I was like sausage rolls versus corn dogs. Which is the better food? And I put this out onto Facebook. Um, and we had some great responses, um, which I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna read out now. What was your version of this, by the way? Is this gonna well, tie I'm gonna, into? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it is. It trust me. I, I, the reason Alex is asking this is because it wouldn't be the first time I went completely off kilter um, and started something else. No, it's it's there's a slight variation of the corn dog because I don't particularly like corn dogs. I'm not a corn dog guy, so it'd be very very easy for me to go in defense of the sausage roll and say that's better. Because clearly, like it's it's UK cuisine and UK cuisine tends to be better in a lot of aspects. Um, but the corn dog is a staple in America. You're absolutely right. Tons of people love them. My kids, they get a huge box of corn dogs, like frozen ones, and they right through those things. It's it's go to thing. But I would say, um, have you ever seen a pancake and a sausage in the same foundation as a corn? Dog? Oh, have you ever seen those? A four year ago. Have you ever seen a sausage and a, and a pancake in the same room together? They just like to fuck. <laughs> they fucking, they're like, oh, I roll myself up and you can get up in there. No. Well, actually, you're not too far off, Alex. If you were to do exactly what you just said, minus the, the juices from the fucking, um, you would have this item. It's a it's a sausage, like a breakfast sausage on a stick, a sausage link, if you will, and then they dip it into pancake batter and they make a corn dog out of that. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. This is different. So over here in the UK... Uh, when you go to a, a fish and chip shop, you have battered sausage. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find a picture of a UK battered sausage. I feel like I feel like you could be onto something here because uh, now is it a, a dinner sausage, breakfast sausage? What kind of sausage? Uh, I've got a picture here. It's it's one of it is one of my favorite things to eat at the um, at the the chip shop. Okay. Um, why? Uh, okay, so let's remove that out. Let's. <laughs> You're just trying to sell us a just like, That was good. That was yeah, good. stop. Stop screen share. Uh, okay, let's let's go to another one. Share screen. Uh, okay, this one. This is the one I want to share. Okay, so this is okay. this 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 picture here. Uh, on the on the right is a is your chips and a battered sausage, 
and that's yep. what it looks like. That that thing there on the circular dit on the circular tray. That is nothing what it looks like. That's very interesting though, because that's a proper sausage right there. That's a pro- yeah. It's a it's a fish and chip. That s- sausages from the chip shop. They're kind of a different feel. They have a different it's- feel to them. Well, they have a batter to them. Like, like a corn dog is is not like that at all. Clearly, you you know what a corn dog is. But like anyone that's just listening to the show, essentially think of a ba- a beer battered fish in the American parlance, and then imagine a sausage link, not like a breakfast sausage link. Imagine like a sausage, a dinner sausage link, just battered up, and that's what essentially what you're getting. It looks good. I bet you it's really really good. It's amazing. It's like it's it's a proper crispy batter. It's not like a. I think I know the the corn dogs you're on about because I've seen them before. They're kind of like a like a cakey dough around them. Yes, they they are very cakey. They are they're essentially like what do you guys call? You guys call pancakes pancakes, right? Or do you call them flat? Yeah, pancakes? yeah, yeah. But you guys do them thicker. We have them thinner. We can't make American style ones, but we call them American style pancakes. You know, you, um, you totally could. You can definitely do. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, yeah. that's that's interesting. So you guys have a different type of corn dog, um, but like well, we the- have we 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 have the multiple type. I mean, but I'm still going to go with what you're saying. I was just trying to interject that I could I could defend those better because I actually like those because I'm not as I said I'm not a big corn dog person. But what did, what did other people say? But they probably okay. So I threw it in the thing. I, I put um, okay, um, my American and British friends. I need your help. Uh, if you're lucky enough to have tried both, which is better, sausage rolls or corn corn dogs? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a good few responses. If my internet decides to work, um, so Jenny Pierce. Oh, my God, there's loads of comments. There's loads of... Uh, bloody hell. Right, okay. Sorry, my phone's getting weird. <laughs> because I switched my internet off my phone to say a thing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to chime in with this fucking corn dog debate going on here. I love it. Let like me it. let me try face Facebook's being weird on my phone for some reason. It's been like no. Yeah, you're, you know you're, you're doing saying, podcasts you're, and stuff. Uh, you were saying that uh, people weren't seeing your post from the biscuit either. Too, I, I read that earlier. Um, yeah, we had an issue with the Shrewsbury biscuit. I host a podcast, guys, called the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, it's a local thing, um, and we had. A massive loss in the listeners. So the Shoes with Biscuit gets around 3,000 downloads a month. It's doing all right. Um, and <laughs> th- this month, we lost 2,500 listeners. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm speaking to a company at the moment about them taking me on as a marketing agency to bring in some sponsors. Mm. And they want to do a follow-up meeting. And I've got to take my figures and show them this massive fucking drop-off. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's that under, underneath your thumb, Alex? Oh, that? Nothing. It's unrelated. No, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. On, but, the, on, the, on the front page of your of the diagnostics of your of your listenership. Yep. Okay. Um, I, 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 so I wrote to Cap- Captivate, who host our podcast. I hope they host this podcast too. And uh, I asked them what's going on, and they said it's a problem with our iOS feed. So anything that goes through Apple products and stuff is not not working the way it should be. So it's an anomaly that has nothing to do with us. Thank God. So, um, Which, right. And, and everyone's not familiar with the with the Shrewsbury podcast. It's a hyper local podcast that Alex hosts and runs and puts a, puts his heart and soul into. And it's really a, a great thing that he does for the town. He keeps everybody updated on everything that's going on. If you, if you live in the area, like trust me, you want you want to listen to it because nobody speaks about a town as eloquently and as lovingly as Mr. Whiteley does. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's really nice. It gets me to some nice places and gets me to meet some nice people. I've had a couple of interviews. I've had an interview, uh, an, in- <laughs> an invitation to a charity football game, um, a charity fundraiser. Um, and I got given a free book today. Oh, I left it in the oh. kit. I left it in the dining room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the library cause I realized that, um, I've been asked to do a talk at the Sh- Shrewsbury Writers Lab. So it's lots of authors oh. get together and they share bits of stuff they've written and whatever, and they talk as authors together. And I had them on the show and they were like, oh, why don't you come and do a talk, Whiteley? And I was like, well, oh, I'm not really an author. And they were like, well, you do stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Then. Oh, yeah, I do do stuff. All right, Alex, Alex. And then this week I realized I haven't even got a library card, so it was a bit embarrassing. So. <laughs> I'm actually illiterate. Uh, does that stop me? Like you have to go through, uh, you have to go through like uh, metal detectors, but it's actually literacy. Do you have detectors. any Dr. Suez? <laughs> do you pop up books? Pop up books? Do you uh, do you have those or uh, big uh, words? Uh, we 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 will get onto kids' literature in a bit as well because there's been a, few, a bit of shit going on in the UK. Shit stirring as well. Anyway, back to the, this uh, this thing on Facebook. Um, 
Adam Reese from the TWS podcast, great friend of ours. Um, he said sausage rolls, 100%. He's a Brit. Um, Graham Arnold, our good friend, he said they both have their... Graham. Yeah, Graham's great. Um, he says they both have their individual <laughs> merits. We do love you, Graham, by the way. So di- that was so disheartened. I was like, I love Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham's great. Yeah, Graham's great. Awesome. Awesome. We'll, Graham. We'll never get through this, Tom. Come on. Uh, if I start talking about how much I love Graham Arnold, we'll be here all I will. Day. We will. We, I know. I've got no romantic Graham. music. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Please. Graham, Graham says, says they both have their individual merits uh, and appropriate times for consumption. You may as well compare apples to oranges. Personally, oh, I'm shit. a sausage roll on the streets, corn dog in the sheets kind of guy. Oh, that's clever. I like it. All right, back, Graham's back on top. He wins. Um, uh, James, if, like, I feel like I feel like this is just gonna be half and half. Like I bet you. Mm. I mean, okay, let me ask you this. Peek through the list. Do any Americans say you don't have to tell us who? But do any Americans agree with sausage roll? We have some expatriates that will talk about this. Okay, so, so all right. right please continue. Don't let me of both you. kinds as well. Of both kinds. So, um, mm. James Stafford uh, from Cod's Wallet Podcast on Cod's Wallet. Check that out. Um, uh, he says I'll eat both happily as long as neither are too greasy, i.e., not Greg's. How dare you? Greg's are amazing. <laughs> I love them. Um, <laughs> Raphael Renner, who is um, uh, Graham's friend. He's an, he's an American that lives in the UK, and he put, I'm sorry, but corn dogs all the way. That's what he says. Why why, why, why that attitude about it? I wasn't getting all shitty with Greg's, was I? I don't know. Like, this be a f- We're going to get, like... I just can't say... <laughs> I was having this discussion. Here. Oh, okay, right. We'll carry on, and then I'll, I'll, I'll have my two pence at the end. Um Graham Arnold, of course, says you're biased. You have the IQ of a corn dog. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Bam. And Raphael says, uh, you got done right. Raphael was, he's from Florida. Is he from Florida? I can't remember where he's from. I can't remember. I think he's from Florida. Now he lives in London. Um, uh, Jenny Pierce says, sausage rolls, corn dogs are nice, but I have to um, pick hot, fresh sausage roll. And because that wins. Mike Perkins. Now, Mike Perkins is, a, yes. is an artist friend of ours. Now, he lived in America for 20 years. And he put, this is really interesting. When living in the States, there's nothing you crave more than a good sausage roll. When you're in Britain, corn dogs don't even cross your mind. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's not part of the parlance, dude. It's it's not in the, in the it's not around. Like, you don't go, well, no, you guys do have kebabs everywhere. See, you guys are really like the, the cultural melting pot. We always say Americans, but you guys really are. Because you got more influences from more countries than we do, probably, I think. <gasps> I mean, is like, that, you guys... You guys have a lot of German, a lot of Italian, a lot of, you know, lots, yeah. lots of influences. Yeah. Sausages, I mean, German, I mean. They are German, aren't they? Yeah, All yeah. right, thank you. Uh, Nicole uh, Shipley, uh, I grew up with her. Uh, I know she lived in Canada for a bit. Um, she said corn dogs oh. are gross. Sausage rolls Ooh. for the win. Oh, but see, I don't know if they have sausage rolls in Canada, though. So, uh, but she's she British. Off of- she's British. So, yeah, yeah, um, I get that. I get that. Um, Mick Strawn. Yes, Mick. I love now, him. where do you think? Guy, which American. way do you make Mick think Mick goes? Mick is hundred percent American, baby. He went corn dog. <laughs> of course, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't hard. That was an easy one. Uh, <laughs> fucking Mick. I'm surprised Mick didn't say neither. I hate everything. <laughs> um, Scott Barnes, uh, is a podcast friend of ours in America, but nope, two different things. Both are equal in their own space. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but that doesn't create good content. When you're like, everything's good. We gotta argue a little bit about something. Um, my wife. Oh, I, I respect Kaz's opinion. She's she's a smart lady. She says corn dogs. Yeah, see, even smarter. That's why she married you. She's a smart girl. And uh, Jane Pickworth, who came on Pod Aid, great. Uh, Jane's awesome. She put corn dogs too. And we had this discussion. We went to watch the football today together. Yep. And I'm not speaking to either of them. Because I feel like you... what I feel like the corn dog is a particular. T- I feel like a corn dog is some. I don't know. It's like, it's a the way I just I, I worded it earlier. It's a hot dog that tastes too sausagey. That's not true. Okay, I, I will. I it's, will. It's a that. very it's pungent tasting. It's well. It's got. It's usually a beef dog is what they use because you can't just use uh chip. Most okay hot dogs. For anyone that doesn't know what goes into a hot dog, it's usually broken down into a couple different things. Either all beef hot dog, or it's a pork hot dog, or it's a pork and a pork and chicken hot dog. And if you were to take a pork and chicken hot dog, it it wouldn't have enough taste to cut through the 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 cakiness of the the batter and shit. So you have to use a beef hot dog. 
I don't like beef hot dogs. I, I am purely a pork hot dog guy. I like a natural casing, like made out of the intestines and stuff. I, it, it takes a lot to impress me with hot dogs because they're such a broken down processed food. And But so is sausage, though. And, and I see what people are saying. They are two totally different things. B-U-T, I think there's a time and place for both, obviously. Like, we, we've talked about this before, but just refresh me. You guys don't have fairs over there, right? Like, county fairs. Yeah, we have, well, fairs. okay, so we have um, we have food vans that appear. Like, one of our most popular things that we do every week is car boot sale, right? So people okay. take the cars, and then there's always food vans. There's a food truck at the football today. You know, things like that. There are food trucks, yeah. Okay. So, like, imagine that, but <clears throat> take um, the shittiest rides you've ever seen in your life, ones that are hold, held together by Band-Aids and <laughs> by people with the IQ of a potato. Oh, we have that as well. And we do have that as well, fair rides. Yeah. Okay, you yeah, have fair, that as well. Fairgrounds, okay, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's, okay, so the fairgrounds is where you would primarily get yourself a uh, get yourself a, a fucking corn dog because it's on a stick and it's mobile and shit, right? You don't have to sit down and eat a corn dog. You can do it while strangling your children and pulling them For away. For us, it's hot. Do- it's a, it's a donuts. Freshly made donuts. That's what. Oh yeah, we've had that talk too. Fucking, I because I'm very fond of a place down the road that sells donuts. Oh, top notch. They're, they're completely it's different when they're made fresh. When they're like they go on the carousel yes. thing and they're like, they, and then they come out and then they <clears throat> chuck them which, in a bag, loads which, of sugar, and then they. Which states did you stop in when you went to when you when you went to your your lovely wife's uh, home and native land? Where where'd you stop? Uh, so we're in Colombia, um, but we went to. Um, we went to uh, Sipacura, which is um, uh, it's a, a it's a town that has a salt mine. Uh, went to La Calera, um, which is um, it's up in the mountains, and they have lots of rustic food places where it's literally just a hut with a barbecue, and they make amazing okay. food. I probably am talking too fast. Um, what's like? Where didn't you stop in the states somewhere? Didn't you have to like stop in an airport or something like a layover? Uh, no. Okay, sorry. I uh, for some reason maybe it's oh, it was because we were you guys were planning a trip to the states. We were going to during COVID, yeah. No, not during COVID. COVID fucked it up. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I was actually messaging your wife. I don't know if she ever told you, but behind your back, I was behind your back. I was messaging your wife about coming to visit you uh, because it was right before COVID. We were like saving money to like get tickets together, and then we COVID hit. And all of a sudden, fucking all went out to boot. I was being so secure. I was like, all right, I, I can't say anything to him. I just want to. My plan was I was going to have like Casno get us to the door. And I was going to knock and have her make, make you answer the door. And I was just going to be standing there with my fucking smile in my hand. And shit. Can you imagine? Like, do you reckon you'd like if we walked past each other in the streets? Do you reckon you'd recognize me straight away? Um, It depends. Okay. My streets or your streets? Let's ask that. If I was to like turn up to Newport right now. And like, say for example, me and Shona are in coots, and we're like, let's just walk past him in the supermarket. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um. No, not at all. Not at all. You wouldn't be expecting it, in, would you? No, I would not be expecting it. I would not be looking for you. When I'm in the grocery store, I'm very focused on getting the shit done because I don't want to be around the people I live around. So I want to get my job done. I would never pay attention. I passed my best friend um, that I grew up with, my uh, kid named Damien Harshberger. We we knew each other from third grade. We're still friends now. He's you know nowadays it's an email hey man how you doing um but for a long time i was at his house every day alex every day for eight hours a day you we all have had friends like that in school yeah um i passed him in his grocery store i didn't recognize him until i was like oh shit damien what's going on buddy um so not here but if i was in the uk even if i was where's a where's a place that's really far away from you in the uk yeah yeah somewhere so far away from you so if you were in london Okay, so if I was in London, I'd be looking around every corner. He'd be like, where's Alex? And I would stop. He'd be like, do you know Alex Wiley? They'd be like, who? I'd be like, he's from Shrewsbury. You must know him. I would insist, and they'd arrest me for being. That's hilarious. That would be hilarious because no, nobody. <laughs> I remember we were chatting to me and my ex. We were in Honolulu, and we were chatting to some Americans that traveled up with us. We were waiting for our transfer for the airport, from the airport to our hotel. And we were chatting to him. He was just like, um, oh, I knew a guy from London. His name's Mr. He's like, Scott Jones. You know a guy called Scott Jones? And I was like, no, do you know Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> you should be like, absolutely, I know Scott. Scott Jones gave me my first hand job. You know, oh my God, you know Scott Jones? <laughs> he gave me chlamydia. Really Did he give it to you too? <laughs> he, he says it was a friendship thing. And I mean, he shook my hands. It's not the right one. That guy would leave wondering a lot of things. And I guarantee a message to Scott Jones would come. Do you give a guy a hand job in the UK? He'd be like, what? Yeah, lots of them. Why? 
I'm, what do you do with the UK? For the for the weirdos that said they'd do both, I'm giving them a score for both. Either side, I'm scoring these up. Um, oh, you you fucking kidding me? Okay, okay. All right, put in the computer. All right, I got I got the scores from what I got on Facebook, but we both have to vote now. Okay, so um, are you going to do a sausage roll or are you going to go corn dog? Um. Uh, that's corn dog because fucking like my the only thing I've I've never even tasted a sausage roll. I bet you I can order one. We'll have to change this, but corn dog just to be lame. So you're a corn dog, and I'm gonna go sausage roll, yes. which leaves us at a tie, seven for seven, baby. All right, cool. They're even, honey. So then we got to put out the pancake one. I, what if it's all topsy turvy and shit? Have you? So you've had one. You 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 obviously know what an American pancake is. You know what a breakfast sausage is, right? Like a like there's a different taste between an yeah. American, there's a difference like, between a frankfurter and a sausage sausage. Breakfast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like they're two totally different things. And mm. in fact, um, my neighbor from down the road, he he slaughters animals and stuff, and he he very nicely. My daughter invited his his foster kid over to the house for a birthday party. And he brought me a huge box of meat from the last couple animals they slaughtered. And I was so excited. But the thing is, it says pork sausage on it. It doesn't say pork dinner sausage. It doesn't say pork Italian sausage. It says pork sausage. So I threw it in the fridge, really hoping in the next, you know, the following day, I wouldn't be having fucking Italian uh, Italian sausage with my with my eggs Benedict and shit. But it was, it was a breakfast sausage. You guys have Cumberland sausages. What's that? Cumberland sausages. They're like herbal, herby, herby type. Like like made out of veggies, or like they're herb filled, like they're full of like herbs, like uh, like fucking like like thyme and rosemary and shit. So what do you guys talk about uh, on the uh, Alan Tom of it all? We talk about hot dogs, sausages. This is this is a better understanding of what's going on. What's wrong with this content, baby? Don't get upset. We can go uh, to my stuff if, if you're not happy with Cumberland sausages. So they got they okay. Uh, let me just go to the actual definition. So on, on Wikipedia, please. Cumberland sausage is a pork sausage that originated from the historic country of Cum- uh, county of Cumberland, England, now part of Cumbria. Oh, it is traditionally okay. very long, up to fifty centimeters or twenty inches. <laughs> yeah, um, and so <laughs> and rolled in sorry <laughs> in a flat circular. I, all, I could, <laughs> all I could think about is Maud Flanders. She's like, "Okay, I'll bring you back a hot dog. No footlongs. I know they make you uncomfortable." <laughs> Oh God! It's sold rolled in a flat circular coil, or within uh, Western Cumbria. It is often served in long sir, curved lengths. Um, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, please, bold picture. Uh, uh, seasonings are prepared from a variety of spices and herbs. Uh, though the flavors palette is commonly dominated by pepper, both black and white. In contrast uh, to more herb-dominated varieties such as Lincolnshire sausage. Um, Traditionally, no colorings or preservatives are added. So, ah, oh, I'm going to share screen Good. again here. Uh, share know, screen. I'm asking a lot of you. Cumberland today, sausages. Sorry. No, that's all right. So, this is from Wikipedia. That's that's very burned Cumberland sausage. Let's get a better, a better fucking picture than that, shall we? Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, that, see, like, I would have. See, that's the problem with sausages, right? Is they're really like a guesswork. You have to have sausages labeled. If If somebody put out four different types of sausages, and just had them all like that because they all look like that before they get cut and packaged and sealed and all that. Would you know what sausage was what based off a of color? I could tell the difference between a Lincolnshire like sausage and a Cumberland sausage because they're different herbs. But, but like, yeah, the, I think primarily in the UK, if I'm right, if I'm correct, guys, there's like four different types of sausage. There's Lincolnshire sausage, there's a Cumberland sausage, there's the type they sell at the chippy. Uh, which is the chip shop, which is they're completely different types of sausages. And then there's like your frankfurters and your hot dogs. Yeah. So like in the grocery store over here, we have Italian sausage. We have breakfast sausage. We have uh, kielbasa. We have hot dogs and all those type of things. So there's a lot to this, dude. Apparently there's a lot of sausage. We just don't we just don't comprehend the, the sausage markets. I think we have to call this episode oh. Sausage Fest because that's all we talked about is sausage. Yeah. I like it. Hey, are, we going, are we going numbers or are we going to go names? Never really thought about I that like with this podcast. Like, I like it. Uh, we'll go with names, numbers, yeah. numbers, and names. Um, so you spoke. Well, you spoke about Russia earlier, and I think there's something a lot to be fearful with Russia. And it has nothing to do with war, Alex. It has a lot to do with um, with crazy crap that happens there. Um, we we've spoken before about the Diet Love Pass on a different show, clearly. But um, would you like to, if you can, do you remember anything about that incident that you could uh, tell people? About? No, please remind me. 
please. Thank you. No problem. Um, so the Diet Love Pass was uh, an incident. It was, it was renamed the Diet Love Pass after the uh, the lead hiker from the situation. A group of uh, amazing hikers. They were all actually hiking to get their credentials so they could be guides in this in this really crazy uh, Siberian wilderness. It's really snowy and cold, and you need to be a professional in this. So they were leading a class with a bunch of people to go and, you know, show like, Hey, we did it. So now we can be guides in the midst of doing so. Um, something happened out in the wilderness. Um, they found a lot of weird stuff, uh, cut marks and tents from the inside of the tent, indicating that somebody wanted to flee from the inside. People found without their clothes on people found without you know, up trees, all sorts of very, very weird things. There's a lot of uh, theories and hypotheses about why it act like that. The, the, the leading one right now is it has something to do with uh with tone like uh like wind going through this big empty space and creating a tone that drove people crazy um but that's not what i'm talking well, the about the patagonia is- thing like because let's say that, what do you mean so um patagonia is probably is meant to be one of the hardest places to go and travel yes be- because of it's so flat and the wind whistles for for miles and miles and miles and miles and that's meant to send you fucking insane Yes, is a very, very similar thing. Exactly the same, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a little bit different. Um, this is the 1959 thing, where is it? Not that I love past. Sorry, I had this pulled up last time because I was trying to be professional-ish. But then, um, obviously, we uh, we, we skipped a couple weeks. Mostly, mostly my fault and all that jazz, but stuff happens. All right, sorry. It has me on the Diet Love Pass. This is episode one. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's true. It's true. It's true. But I should be a little more professional. Um, anyways, the race, all right, there we go. There we go. Okay, the group of Russian hikers. This is on um, uh, thoughtcatalog.com. Definitely check that out. This is where I'm in. Christy Stockton wrote it back in 2021 in December. Um, so this is about a group of Russian hikers that were uh, hiking along um, Lake Baikal. Um, if anybody has ever heard any of the shows I've ever done before, I became very obsessed with the Siberian wilderness a while back. Were, were we doing a show when that happened or that happened after? I can't. Uh, the time frame's a little skewed right now. Yeah, we've been doing this for that long, Tom. It's kind of all molded into okay. one. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I, I became very obsessed with the Siberian wilderness, especially a place called Lake Baikal. It's beautiful. Check it out. You'll see why, what I'm talking about. Um, these people are hiking, this group of hikers. And this lady was a master hiker. Her name was um, Alexander Christian. Oh, great name. Um, no, that, no, yeah. Um, and so there, these people are hiking up, and the 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 leader was like pushing them kind of hard to like you know we've got to conquer this hill. But it was a very well developed uh, path. Like there was nothing for them to deter off. And as they're hiking up the mountain, they get stuck in a storm. Well, after the storm. They, they decide to break down. They're going to try to go back down the mountain so they can seek sanctuary and shelter. And all of a sudden, only like one person comes out of the woods and is found by some uh, some uh, some UK people. I think they were uh, from the Netherlands or some shit. Our Dutch, sorry, the Dutch people. Some Dutch people found this lady, the only one that survived. Everybody else started bleeding from their eyes, Alex, for no reason whatsoever. They don't is this know true? why. Is this true? Is this true? 100%. Thousand percent true. Thousand percent true. Um, okay, so let me read. The, I'll read this to you. Um, okay, so I cannot think of Russia without thinking about the Diet Love Pass. Blah blah. 1959. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this. Decades later, in 1993, a group of seven Russian hikers, led by a master hiker and survivalist, and survivalist means that she's good in the outdoors. Okay. Um, Lud- Ludmila Korvina set off on a trip to the Kahar Daban mountain range, and like the, the Diet Love group, unforeseen poor weather conditions forced the group to set up camp and exposed. The next morning, the group made a fire and ate breakfast before sitting down with plans to meet with another group leader, who was her daughter, Natalia, um, who was leading another group of the hikers in the area. Um, Six days later, a group of kayakers spotted a girl covered in blood. It was Valentina Uchako, who had been part of Corvina's hiking group. She was so traumatized that it took years for her to be able to tell the police what happened. Just minutes after the group set um, set out that day, the hiker at the back of the line, Alexander, uh, started screaming. He was bleeding from his eyes and ears and frothing from the mouth. Now, mind you, nothing has happened to them. They went through some bad weather in a tent. That's all that's happened to them um, at this point. Sacha seized um, and died right there at the beginning of the trail. Corvina, who was closest to Sacha, viewed him like a son, stayed with him, and told the group to keep going. But soon Corvina exhibited the same gruesome symptoms, bleeding from the eyes, the ears, and frothing from the mouth. Um, um, Tatiana Flopinko was the first hiker to run back and see why Corvina started screaming. Tatiana herself then started showing the symptoms of the group. Watch this horror. She slowly crawled over to a tree and died. It was pandemonium for the four surviving members. 
slowly but steadily, all of them happened to do the same exact thing except this one girl. Autopsy showed that the group members died of hypothermia. Hypothermia, Alex. Like that, nothing. And I'm from the cold, man. I know. I know a little bit about cold. At least enough to know that hypothermia means that your body's cold. Right? Does it? Like, is it? Yeah, but I mean, like, okay. So, like, when you when you when you go into an extreme cold temperatures, you know you're going to a cold temperature. But like, if you're gradually getting colder and colder, in slow, slow rate, are you are you necessarily going to know about it? Are you going to? Or is it? So. Is it going to be like you know the, the the lobster that doesn't realize he's boiling in water because he's been sat in warm water for a while? Um, I think because their brains are so simple, that's what happens with them. But with the cold, even if it's just gradually, you're going to feel it every single degree it drops just because of how hard it's hitting your body. Um, so when your core drops all the way, the thing that you recognize and the way that you know that you're into the deep symptoms of hypothermia is you actually get hot. That's the interesting part. Ah. You stop being cold and you get too hot. And then you start stripping off clothes and that's why people die from hypothermia all the time. So we've just come back from the football. Uh, and it's really, really cold. It's uh, like I said, yes. like it took us by surprise how cold it was today. And we came back and we had like chill blains. We had like red, my red, my legs were red, red, red and itchy. My back was itchy, everything. Yep. I came in, I just wanted to get naked, man. I just wanted to <laughs> I put my shorts on, got my jeans off. My legs all so went you, up like goosebumps. They had like, but I was warm. You started... You started exhibiting the first uh, signs of frostbite, actually, is what that is. Wow. Um, your, 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 your outside skin was getting damaged from the cold. The worst thing you can do in the cold is, like, you ever take a hot shower in the morning and then you jump out and you go right to work or whatever and it's freezing cold outside and your skin starts hurting and you start getting really bad dry skin? It's it's something along those lines is your, bo your body is craving moisture because the, it's just freezing it away. Um, let me just finish this off really quick and we can kind of go into it a little bit. Autopsy showed the members died of hypothermia except the group leader who died of a heart attack for some reason. Hmm. Pathologists also noticed that the hikers had bruised lungs and protein deficiencies, which doesn't surprise me when you're hiking. You don't always have the best nutrition with you. So that's that's I'm not going to even put that into there fully. Theories about what happened range from aliens to Russian military experiments all the way to Valia described the group member dying as similar to what would happen if somebody was exposed to chemical weapons like nerve gas. It is also possible Whoa. that Valia's eyewitness account of what happened is inaccurate as trauma impacts the ability to understand or remember what is happening around you. Another theory is that the group drank water with toxic waste or ate poisonous mushrooms by mistake. Now, here's my problem with that. Um is this lady, the, the Corvina lady, the leader of the group, survivalist, she yeah. knows a thing or two about the outside. She she should know better. If like she would know better than to eat just some random mushroom on the ground. Like you as a as a guy that does not go into the woods every day, Alex, would you just eat the first mushroom you found? Uh no. I mean like we got taught as kids, just don't pick up any old mushroom and eat. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a common knowledge thing at this point. So there's no reason that that should be part of it. But when I heard this story, I was fucking amazed. There's something going on in the Russian wilderness that is that it, either that or nature is so much crazier than we assume that we will literally never have a full grasp on everything it can possibly do. When you hear the story as a person that's hearing it the first time, what do you think? Um. I mean, I've heard I've heard about things like this before. I have, I have. Le, le, have you? I watched a Bear Grylls episode. I watched a Bear Grylls episode, okay. and he was talking about um, uh, Patagonia and how lots of people wander into Patagonia. They get lost, and it's very hard to orientate yourself because it's just completely fat flat it's just mm. mossy it's boggy ground it's all wet and damp and the wind is just in your face the whole time um and i've not heard about people dying and like what you're doing but i've heard like scenarios of like the sound and the the, the wind and the, the all of that causing so much um disorientation and confusion that people have died of hyperthermia in those situations but i mean like it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because when you think of like hypothermia, you think of like Alaska, you think of like snow and cold and, yes. you know, you don't think of a, a plane with that's windy. Do you know what I mean? No, generally not. It's always, it's always a uh, mountainous landscape that I go to when I think about cold, hmm. which would fit Siberia because that's what they are. So I, I can see why the correlations between the two. But also, here's the other problem, is if this happened in the UK, if this happened in America, I think there wouldn't be so many rumors circling it, because obviously the Russian military is very famous for being secretive, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even if they even if they knew exactly what was going on, they wouldn't tell us exactly what was going on. I mean, 
did you did you ever hear about the uh the uh, what was his name general popov how he sunk his own ships his own submarines his nuclear submarine that billion dollar structure that they sunk during a war games uh, scenario no what happened there dude freaking so general popov um there this is the reason i'm telling the story sorry guys it's jumping around but the reason i'm telling this is because there's a obviously it's just another piece of evidence of, of russia not sharing all the information uh they're having war games out off the Bering strait and they um they uh somebody accidentally shoots the newest and most expensive nuclear sub in russia's uh navy and they sink it down to the bottom of the ocean there's still survivors in there a bunch of them they uh, they lodged themselves in the very rear of the submarine uh, after they shut down all the doors, and it's really sad because they knew by sealing the doors they were sealing the lives of everybody that was in the front of the ship. But they had to do it; it was in the rules. And obviously, you want to see your family again. So um, the the newspapers and the family started getting like uh, little bits of windings of uh, of people being like, "Hey, um, something happened during the war games. What happened? Like, oh no, nothing's fine. Everything's fine. Their their submarines shut down. They're they're totally fine. That we already got people down there. Don't worry about it." couple days goes by or days something goes by and they don't reach out to anybody nobody offers any help whatsoever finally like i think it was like a week or two afterwards they finally had to admit that something happened and they sent in i think uh some foreigners with a different submarine actually got down there and they got to be able to open the ship and all that but they were already way dead by then so russia has a long history of concealing the truth when it comes to what happens in their home and almost sounds like America, uh, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, like I like to not think of myself as nearly as as shitty, but yeah, you could draw some lines that might, you know. I mean, all, all the, what's that thing that's going on in Ohio? The the train stuff. Ohio? I have not paid. I don't pay attention to the news. I pay attention to old news, Alex. The two things I've talked about today are from 1993 and like 10 years ago. I don't pay attention to these news. There's all these I, train I crashes and they spilt chemicals everywhere and. So yeah, somebody said it like derailed. I thought it was gonna be like they were talking about because uh, they were like a train um, train uh, derailed and all that shit. I was like, oh yeah, I saw the M Night Shyamalan movie. It rocked. And like, no, no, it just happened. I was like, yeah. oh okay, my big. And then like uh, Biden's done a, a bush, isn't he? You know, rather than going out there to help people and show aid, he's kind of like, no, 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 no. I'd rather just, I'm just staying. It's like a thousand years old. He he can't do anything. I, I I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for anybody this time. I I don't vote unless I actually believe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was Russia, and I I I, I yeah, America does it too. I'm sorry, you got me, Alex. I'm sorry. Everyone we all do it. I mean, the British are just as bad. I mean, people talk about the British Empire. Apparently I mean, not. It? Apparently your apparently your your empire just t- writes tell all books because that's what I fucking saw the uh, the prince did right. Didn't he just do that? What's that book or some shit? Yeah, he you released know, it. Yeah, he was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, racist. All of you racist. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the collective UK is like soccer. I think South Park Amazing. South Park did a great thing. Uh, I, I haven't seen the episode, but I saw. Um, I think it was Stan or Carl, one of them going. Oh my god, I can't believe the prince is coming here. I can't believe the. Oh, who cares about the prince? Why is everyone talking about the prince? And they're going, nobody's talking. About, you're talking about it. Why? Why? What? Nobody. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah, but everybody's talking about it. He's like, no, you're talking about it. It's so funny. It's so brilliant. Um, yeah, that, that. Yeah. So apparently, that's all we need to do is just write some books, and we can all be like, it's all right. He wrote a book about it. He's cool. He's fine. Um, the other thing, which I, I, I mean, I'm able to say it for next time. It's. It's this weird thing. I'll, I'll kind of hint at it what it what it is. Maybe you can look into it yourself as well, so we can have a bigger discussion about it. But it's it's this really weird thing that's going on in America. Not not racism and not bad things. This is a bad thing of a different caliber. Also with the wilderness, it's it's called the missing four one one situation. Is what I'm referring to. There's a there's a detective named David Politis. He was a detective for for uh, the cops for a very long time. And one day he was talking to a guy that works in the national parks. Now you guys have national parks. Yeah. Is that something yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So designated piece of land that the government owns that nobody can build on. You can't, we call it the national trust. Though. We do have national parks, but like, oh, the right. national trust, they own lots of, lots of country parks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the national trust, the national parks, same exact thing. And, um, a lot of people in the, in the national parks in America, places that you go to like Yellowstone and things along those lines, people disappear every year from them. And they're not, not just like circumstances, like, oh, they got lost. I mean, like there's stories, all sorts of crazy stories about kids, um, disappearing from right inside of their parents' face and they'll appear five miles away, um, places that they'd never be able to get to by themselves. And they don't know exactly what, there's a lot of theories. So that's what makes it very intriguing, but there's a few stories next time we can go into 
that uh, we can kind of uh, rip apart and see what we think of. It's it's some interesting thing, Alex. In fact, if anyone that's listening to the show, make sure you go to the make sure you go to the Facebook page first and like and subscribe and yeah, tell your yeah, friends about us. Facebook. But then after after that, uh, go check out a dude I've uh, fallen in love with. Uh, but dude, besides, not besides. What? What? Yes, another one. What? Is he British too? Are you going no, for us he's all? American. <laughs> he's American this time, baby. Um, is it Mr. Jones? Is he from London? It totally is. He gave me a hand job. It was awesome. You too? <laughs> Call back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, There's a guy. Uh, he's the guy on YouTube named Mr. Ballin. He's a great orator. He, he does the same thing that you do, Alex, which I love about you. You got a very charming voice. And you're oh. very good at. Uh, dictating from like when you read your your passages from Wikipedia, it actually sounds like you're naturally just doing it. When I read from things, you could tell I'm reading from a piece of paper. Um, so he's a very good storyteller, and he covers a lot of really cool things. And one of the things he covers is the missing four one one phenomenon that's going on. So if you guys have a few minutes, and you want to catch up and maybe see what I'm talking about and have a better understanding for next time. Listen to some of his shows, and you'll be very intrigued because it's it's really interesting and crazy. There's a lot of um... There's, uh, I feel like there's. It's, it's great when there's like all these stories that's happening right now. You know, you've got this stuff that's going on in America with the trains. You've got people telling amazing stories like that. There's great things going on with interstellar discovery right now. They found out that the mm -hmm. the birth of the universe might be not not be exactly what they thought. It might actually be older, like 14 billion yes. years older. Fascinating shit. Now, all everybody's talking about over this week is one. Um, how Ben Stiller's refused to apologize for Tropic Thunder. Amen. Thank you. That's oh, great. What? Okay. Sorry. I know we're getting close to down, but let's, let's, I didn't see this. I don't read the news. Please tell me what happened now. He's refused to, he's refused to apologize for the Robert Downey Jr. blackface thing. And nobody, I haven't seen anybody complain about it. I have no, never seen anybody go, Robert Downey Jr.'s role in, in Tropic Thunder is bad. I think. Uh, this is just outrage that's come out of nowhere. They're trying to make something out of nothing. I think it's who's complaining about this. No one. But there's okay, new story. Good, there's good. new stories. <laughs> there's new story. This is what I mean, right? So th this outrage has come from nowhere. Uh, and uh, Ben Stiller wrote a tweet saying, "I'm, I'm not going to apologize for Tropic Thunder. I'm proud of what we did there." And I think the whole oh, pro the whole be. problem with it is um, they're trying to make outrage out of everything now and like we talked about this on the on the test episode which i might release at some point it was terrible but fuck it well i'll release it one day i was talking about saying that. i thought it was good how um <laughs> how um i used to consider myself as woke somebody who was alive and aware of the problems that happen in our civil society right um mm -hmm. and uh now i can see how things are getting a little bit too woke or i think like they're trying to find holes in in everything and i feel like stand-up comedy at the moment is fucking knocking chunks out of that they're doing such a great job there mm -hmm. um and um i've seen um the it's, it was satirical it was it was it was a guy playing a guy pretending to be another guy you know yes. it was it was literally a piss take at how actors method act and take yes. the, you know, and it was brilliant how they did it. Another thing that's yes. happened, I haven't seen anything about, but yet people are talking about, is they are trying to get them to rewrite Roald Dahl's books, like Matilda, like the BFG, like the Twits, like you know those the, the, the amazing films that he's done or books that he's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because of the, the language they use at the time. Piers Morgan went on some rant saying, "Oh, defending the books and everything." Now because Piers Morgan's spoken about it, everybody's talking about it. Don't fucking rewrite those books. Leave Roald Dahl alone. He did a great thing for 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 literature for kids for generation. So leave them alone. Yes. And for adults, too, because if you are a Roald Dahl fan, like, you would know there's lots of uh, choice words that he used. So the most famous example um, being uh, snozberries. You know what snozberries are, Alex? You know what they are? I've heard the term, but I don't know what they actually are. Snozberries is actually earlier. They are testicles. That's exactly what they are, Alex. He referred to an older book, and then he then when they mentions the snozberries, tastes like snozberries. He's essentially saying when the kids lick the wall, they're tasting dick. So it's hilarious. <laughs> and if you and if you followed his career, you would know these things. So it's like an inside Easter egg nod to you, and you love it. Don't don't change shit. Then they're so not what? though. This there. is the thing. They're not even thinking of doing it. I don't even know where these stories are coming from. They're just trying because to create outrage. Anger out of nothing. Cells. 
outrage and anger sells, of course. Why else would they do it? It makes there's no there's not enough going on for them to just be complacent with fucking everyday bullshit, which is just insanity to me at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I like what we did today, Alex. I I know that I know today's great. I know today's I like great. I like I honestly I'm sorry. I, I I would never apologize for better understanding of sausages and like I know there's more people like you and me out there, Alex. There's people out there that don't know everything about everything. There's I'm sure there's a few expats that probably or even people that have you know like have a better like like of Gordon Ramsay of sorts. He's tasted a little bit of everything, so he could probably sit here and and argue intelligently about the benefits and merits of both sausages but the fact is we're just some normal guys and most of our listeners are normal people as well yeah so they're gonna have the same grasp that we are so when we sit here and just and discuss and and pick apart and dissect sausages so we can fucking figure out what we're talking about to each other i don't i don't find that as a waste of time at all i think that's a good thing to do yeah, I think we uh, like. I don't know why I was all. I've missed doing this with you, Mister Bruno. I think this is great. Like, um, we we tried a few things. I mean, for the listeners that are listening for the first time, don't understand. Mm. Me and Tom Bruno have been podcasting for over like, five years now, and we 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 did Thorskin podcast, and then we got really ambitious and created Usuk. Usuk was an umbrella term for a lot of podcasts that run under the Usuk name. Um, there was um, a team of us here in the UK and a team in America, and we run um, UK. You, you suck. What's the difference? You suck. Chronicles. You suck. Uh, the Weekly Bazaar. You suck. Live. We did lots of stuff. We even did um, uh, yelling at clouds with Eric Fluger. We did lots of things. Like you know, we tried so much, but um, it kind of ran its course, and so I, we kind of parted ways mutually. Never fell out or anything. We just kind yes. of like I was just like no, I'm going to no, put no. all my all into the biscuit, and um, which is. Which was important at the time, especially because you were getting – and people can understand. Some people might already know the story, so we're sorry if we're boring you with it. But we, we do got to do a mea culpa for it because it's it's how you're going to understand why we are the way we are and how we're so comfortable with one another, especially if you've never heard of us. Um, but the fact is, like, at the time, the numbers just weren't making sense. Like, there was a lot of work being put into the show, especially on Alex's end, primarily on Alex's end. I would show up and bring some stories, maybe a guest here and there. And Alex was footing 90% of the work, and it was really hard to monitor that, um, his show that he was doing that literally took all his effort, and then a fucking home life as well. So you don't ever have to worry about that stuff, dude. It was the smart choice to make at the time, and we were kind of getting not not sick of the show. We were just kind of at a... It wasn't we, fun we anymore. Course. It wasn't, it fun, wasn't anymore. fun anymore. And that's it the problem. Whereas this is, this is different. It's a, it's very, it's almost low effort, like, but like, I feel like sometimes the less effort you put into stuff like this, the more enjoyable it is. Better. Uh, yes. I'm, the reason why I'm looking at my screen over here, by the way, and I'm kind of looking like I'm vacant is because I'm trying to record this on OBS as well, just to see if there's a difference in how we look because i know that I'm, I'm i'm looking at this uh you can see on obs now if i'm going to release this bit but like where where my where my 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 uh my my, my signal is i've got one bar so i don't know if i'm going to look any good um but yeah this show is brand new this is episode one i think i'm going to call it the cheesy hot dog or the cheesy sauce nice. cheesy sausages <laughs> the cheesy hot dog no not the cheesy hot the, the, the we were talking about siberia and we we're talking about sausages the chili sausage but yeah, chili with a white. I like it. The chili sausage. Like yeah. We need to find um, a new versus for next week. Okay. Um, so a thing, food. We want to go with food. We want to go with technology. What are you thinking there? I, think it's, I, I reckon I like the idea of us doing a, a US versus UK thing. I kind of like that. Yes, yes, exactly. No, no, no I, I understand the concept. But I mean, like, which thing should we kind of drive, draw from it? Because there's more verses we can do than just food items. There's obviously going to yeah, be a few different things. Mm. So we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this between you and me after we get off the show and stuff. Um, really quickly, we have a couple more minutes left. Um, my son started doing something. It doesn't have to be a huge thing, but I just want to – it's here. We got a couple minutes to kill. Um, your son has been doing something martial arts-derived for a number of years now correct yes taekwondo taekwondo now as a parent do you like because my son literally just started last week 
And instantly, Alex is like, oh, my God, Timmy could totally help Thomas because he's been doing it for years. And Timmy's excellent. If you haven't seen any of uh, Alex's private stuff on his profile, just check it out. You'll see. What if you've never about. seen any of my privates. Um, yeah. Don't, if you haven't seen Alex's private, I have a whole GIF I can show you, and including 10 terabytes of files <laughs> of just Alex's dits. I will gladly send them to you. Uh, join the Patreon and uh, submit five bucks. It's also on OnlyFans and Pornhub and X Hamster. And Anyways, um, so <laughs> he started doing this, and um, I found it incredibly hard in fact i got told off for doing it um i'm very used to helicopter parenting um i'm very used to just hovering over my kids make sure they're not breaking shit they're not you know punching kids in the face and all that stuff and at the the dojo obviously i'm not in control there the, no, just, the sensei, is, sensei the, is yeah yes it's sensei is so did you find it hard to not try to micromanage what timmy was doing I, all the time all, all the time. time all the time we used to take him to football um, and I'd be like, Timmy, kick the ball! And the coach is looking at me like, excuse me, who's got the whistle? Like, you know. Um, <laughs> Dick face, whistle, not yeah. you. Uh, do, you want me to, do you want to blow my whistle? Do you want to blow my whistle? Do, do you want to blow my whistle? Um, no. Red card. Red card. Taekwondo, I used to go, and he'd used to dick about, and I'd be like, Timmy, stop! And then I realized that I'm not in control, and Kaz like, shut up, man, he's doing his thing. You know. So I same exact thing happened to me. Um, Thomas was right next to someone, and they were doing the chin po chin something. They were doing the stances, and yeah. it, was, it was very lovely. The, the the very nice sense I let him join up the first class just so we could understand what it was. He he thought it was all going to be all kamehamehas and one punch band shit, and I was like, eh. but interestingly enough, because he watches all that stuff, his technique was actually pretty okay for never doing it. In fact, his teacher and everybody else said so. Was, uh, that's not me. So I don't know shit about shit. Um, so as I'm watching him and he's doing the stances next to this kid, he gets really close to punching him in the face. I just barely signed a waiver. So I'm like, I don't want to get this kid knocked out. And I was like, Thomas, Thomas, two steps this way, two steps this way. So he doesn't hit the kid. She literally stops in the middle of everything. She looks at me. She's like, thank you, but I have it under control. And I was like, sorry. I think, I think what you need to do. Uh, what is this place? Is it like a leisure center? Have they got a cafe or something on the outside? Um, or? It's actually the upstairs of a, some sort of store. It's like an apartment type thing. It's a huge like apartment room. So is there, is there, um, is there, is there a cafe nearby that you can go sit in? Um, it happens kind of late at night. I'm, I So that's the problem though, right? Like I, I, I agree with you. It better if I was not there. Just leave them to it. Um, yeah. But I, I don't – I also want to be there for him because to be fair, like this is his first thing. Like not mm. like he has other things, but it's all video game derived. He's very good at video games, just like all. Kids we've are. we've had the flip side of that because Timmy was gaming with his friend yesterday, and um, <laughs> he was with his friend, which was lovely because his friend quit his part, his Xbox party, and went into a party with Timmy, and they went from playing Fortnite to Minecraft because he wanted to play with Timmy, which was oh, really cool. really sweet. But his other his other friends were like, "Oh, he can't even play Fortnite," and Timmy <laughs> Timmy was so sweet because he was like. I can run, I can shoot, I can jump. I'm just not very good at staying alive. And I was just like, that's really funny. I was like, I you know. Um, it's, I find that to be a big problem with Fortnite. I, see, we should have started off the conversation with this clearly. <laughs> um, fucking, but I, I, I find that to be, Deacon has the same problem, but he gets very upset about not being good at Fortnite. Like he can, he can do all the things Timmy can do and he can get maybe one or two kills, but he's still learning, but he gets mm. so bent out of shape about it where i'm just like i'm like dude don't play this game play something else we yeah, got yeah. 200 games on the place. we just do something else we just bought um marvel versus capcom infinite for the playstation Ooh, nice yeah uh, um uh but like my defense for timmy not being good at fortnite is he's he does theater he does taekwondo he does swimming mm -hmm. he does so so much outside of school he's oh, yeah. constantly busy i think the only day he has off on a week now is is thursday He's just, we're just that, working so hard with him. That's all. I mean, but that's good stuff though, right? Like I, I would never argue any of that stuff. If I would not be the person that sent the coppers to your door and be like, you're, you're having your child do too much. He's having too child much. Labor. Child labor. How much do you pay your labor. kid then for going on this theater stuff that you're you do? the worst parents in the world. You, <laughs> you deserve to be in jail, my good sir. How dare you give them life experiences? No, it's brilliant. Well, this it's week excellent. has been amazing. Like it's been half term. So the kids have been off this week. Um, yeah. He spent the weekend at Kids Fest. So he was doing reporting for me and. Uh, we got that it's big huge arena guys uh, thousands Child of people <laughs> inflatables there was wipe out there you know that spins around you got to jump over it you know uh, there was a phone party he was he's having so much fun um he did that for two days with me the only thing i asked him to do was 
each day was to do a bit of stand in front of the camera, do a bit of reporting, come to Kids Fest because there's this and there's that. And that, then he was free to play all day. Um, we went to buy a new game on, on Monday. Uh, uh, Tuesday, we went to watch Ant-Man, which is awesome, by the way. Quantumania. It was. I think me and Sean are going to watch that tonight. I think, I think that's their date night thing. Go, if you can, watch it in 3D. 3D is fantastic. Uh, I, I, it definitely is. And if I was going down to Burlington, which is the, you know, the hub and like the more populated areas, it would. But like our theater is open like two days a week up here. And if like a cow is in the road, probably only one day a week. So if there's no 3D up here, my friend, the 3D is me being in a theater away from the kids. That's the 3D. That's the third. <laughs> oh my God. Are you guys selling popcorn yet? Oh no, we only do the popcorn in the big cities. <laughs> no, like we only no, want popcorn. No, 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 popcorn machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, listen here, Mister Fancy Pants, with your popping corn. We got corn on the cob, <laughs> not cooked yet. It's come right from the fucking field itself. High definition, you say? My <laughs> 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 yeah, I got high definition. I got bifocals yesterday. High definition. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Go and watch um, it and yeah, enjoy it. It is fantastic. It's so much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, Timmy's had a great time. I've spent all my time. I want to talk about something. Last thing before we go. I know we've got things to do. I saw this at the football today. We went to watch Shrewsbury. Um, and I saw this. This is uh, a flag. Uh, American... Um, supporters of Shrewsbury Town Football Club. They're from um, Minneapolis. Oh, I want to oh, get in touch Minnesota? with these people. Where the muddy, where the muddy ducks are from. All right, I wonder if they know. Is it Minnesota or is it Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Minneapolis, Minnesota. Isn't yeah. Right? So we need to get in touch with these people. From? Yeah. Um, yeah, muddy ducks. Uh, because I want to find out why. <laughs> There's a, these are people in America that support. Shrewsbury Town. That's just fucking blew I my mind. You all the time. You don't fucking call me about it. Which <laughs> I'm always. I, I just. I've supported Shrewsbury twice in this episode. How much have you supported Newport? Made fun of me about her popcorn and our high definition. <laughs> See how it is. Why have you brought a sheep to watch Ant Man? Oh, because I can't leave her in the field on her own. Brother, I almost think I could get away with it. I almost do. If I may, if I was like, listen, there's a diaper on the sheep. It's not going to make a mess. Like, I'll sit in the back. I'll buy it popcorn. I'll buy it a seat. Like, how much are they going to argue with it? Everyone mm. smells like cow shit up here. Do you know what that? how big of a problem that is, Alex? When you walk into a store, a clean store, and it reeks of cow shit everywhere. And mm. don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to disparage anyone. It, it, you know what? Farmers are some of the hardest working people in the world, and this is not about you, but I'm just saying I'm a pussy and I don't do any of that stuff, and cow shit makes me grossed out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think we're learning a lot about each other's towns even after all these years of doing are. this together. Uh, guys, we're running out of time. Um, we are way out of time. I've been Alex Whiteley, and this is Tom Bruno, um, of course. Uh, yes. Please, if you're listening to this on the for the first time, on I've been I'm recording audio on one device over here. I'm recording on OBS over here. I'm just trying to find a way to make this better because my internet shit. Um, but we are. This is the Al and Tom of it all. And uh, please follow us on on Facebook. We're we're very new. I'll will open an Instagram at some point. And we'll get a TikTok too, and I'll, I'll kind of recycle some of this. But thank you so so much for listening. If you've uh, if you've followed us from the very beginning, or even if you're a new listener, uh, thank you, thank, thank you so you. much. Uh, this is how new the show is. We don't even have an outro yet. I'm going to work on that this weekend. <laughs> so that, uh... Peace out, guys. Take it easy. Yeah.